Hi, this is Dan. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I trust that it will encourage you and build your faith. If you'd like to connect with us further, our website is revivalnow.com, and you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Revival Now Dan Steep. We have the Revival Now app that you can download at your Play Store, and if you use Roku, you can find us on Creo TV. Enjoy the podcast and share it with a friend. Hi, welcome to Spiritual Talk. I'm Dan Steep, and this episode is being brought to you by Valara with Active Pure Technology. If you'd like to know how you can get an FDA-approved NASA technology in your home, business, or car that kills 99% of airborne and surface pathogens, including mold, fungus, and bacteria, and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, email the address on the screen, info for Valara at gmail.com. Really excited to be able to share with you uh, on the subject of uh, Christian confessions. I want to share with you the top three Christian confessions that will change your life. If you'll make these confessions, speak them, and stand on them while believing them in your heart, these confessions will change your life. The writer of Hebrews says to us in Hebrews 4.14, seeing that we have a great high priest who's passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. So confession is testifying to something we know, just like uh, testimony in, in court, right? We're, we're testifying to something we know. And there are, there are four kinds of confession in the New Testament. Uh, there's, there's the teachings of John the Baptist and Jesus regarding the, the confession of sins of the Jewish people. And there, there's also the confession of the sinner today. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So the confession of the sinner today, the one who confesses his sins and accepts Jesus Christ as his Savior. Then there's also the believer's confession of sins, right? When one falls out of fellowship with God. In 1 John 1, 9, in, in uh, a letter written to believers, it says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So there, there was the teachings of John the Baptist and Jesus regarding the confession of sins of the Jews. There's the confession of the sinner today, and then there's the believer's confession of sin when one is out of fellowship with God. And then lastly, and the one that I really want to zero in on in this episode, is the confession of our faith in God's Word. The confession of our faith in God's Word. When we read God's Word and hear God's Word and we know God's Word, 
then we begin to confess or testify to what we know. Because you'll never rise above your confession. If you can't say it with your mouth, you'll never receive it in your hand. Our confession rules us. Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The confession of your lips that's grown out of faith in your heart will defeat Satan in every area. So the top three Christian confessions. Number one, Jesus is my Lord. Why is that important? Because appropriating faith for the fulfillment of any promise implies a surrender to his lordship. When I'm surrendered to his lordship, that means that he's the master and I'm the subject and I'm surrendered to him, to his word, what he says to me. Uh, that's how, if I'm going to appropriate faith for the fulfillment of any promise, then I have to be surrendered to him. I, I can't be a lone ranger uh, calling my own shots and living my life the way that I feel or I think it should be lived. I have to be surrendered to his lordship. And when I am, I'm in a position to appropriate faith for the fulfillment uh, of the promises from his word in my life. Jesus is my Lord. Colossians 2.6 says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. So if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord, then walk in him or in his ways. Surrendered to him and his ways, right? Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Remember, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that's Jesus, not only as the, the Savior or forgiver of your sins, but the Lord of your life. So that's it. Surrender to his Lordship. When we do, when we surrender to him, he's ready to heal us, baptize us in his Holy Spirit. He's ready to give us life, to, to be, as the Bible says, a fountain springing up within us. When we surrender to his lordship, he's ready to make our legal standing our actual experience. So we're not just saying it, but we're experiencing it and living it. He, he's... He's ready to manifest his person in every blessing that he has promised. When we surrender to his lordship, he's ready to be our strength and our portion. He's ready to anoint our ministry and give us the unlimited use of his name. Jesus said, anything you ask in my name, believing and not doubting in your heart, you will receive. So that is confession number one.
Jesus is my Lord. Confession number two. I'm in Christ. I am in Christ. Why is that important? Because if we don't realize who I am in Christ, we'll end up thinking the way that we thought before we were saved, before we confessed Him as Lord. Now, how do I know that I'm in Christ? Because I believe in the integrity of the Bible, God's Word. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So we have to, on the basis of God's word, to begin to develop our new creation theology. That I am in Christ. And all things are becoming new in my life. So just go to the New Testament, primarily in the epistles, the letters that were written to the New Testament churches, and underline every scripture that has the expression in him, or in Christ, or in whom. And if you do that, um, then you just take that and just begin to write those on, on a sheet of paper, and it'll take several sheets of paper to capture all of those scriptures. But you find those scriptures and you begin confessing them until you see them becoming a reality in your life. And look out, God is going to do amazing things in your life. That's why these, these three powerful confessions will change your life. You see, all things do become new. But our assumption is that we have to intellectually figure out how it happens. But the process is critical that we confess that we are in Christ. Because sooner or later, every believer has to decide whether I'm a product of the things that I've experienced and done in the past or whether I'm a product of what Christ did on the cross and who he says that I am. But in order to live from heaven to earth, and that's one of the things that we want to do. The, Jesus said, as he taught us to, to pray the Lord's Prayer, um, he said, right, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we want to live from heaven to earth. But in order to live from heaven to earth, I have to get past my past, so that I can embrace the kingdom within me. I am in Christ, and I'm a new creation created by God in Christ Jesus. A new creation with the life of God, the nature of God, and the ability of God in me. Begin to confess it. Why? Because it'll change how you think about everything. And if you can change the way a person thinks, you can change their life. The Apostle Paul said in Romans 8, 38 to 39, he said, I'm persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, 
nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In all of that list, the only thing that is missing is my past. The only thing that can separate you from receiving and walking in the love of God is your past, if you let it. If you choose to believe what your past says about you over what Christ says about you and what His Word says about you, about who you are now, present time, in Christ. That's why I'm in Christ is the number new, number two confession. When we confess and believe that Jesus is my Lord and that I am in Christ, we won't try to get what we've already what we already have. We'll be able to actually embrace and stop striving to receive what is already ours. It is our birthright you'll be able to embrace it. Acts 17, 28 says, In Him we live and move and have our being, for we're His offspring. That leads us to confession number three. Confession number three of the top three Christian confessions is this. Satan's dominion is broken. His dominion ended and Jesus' dominion began the moment we confessed Jesus as Lord and we were born again. And we need to believe it and confess it. This is a, a bit of a dividing line between Christians, in fact, in, in all three of these confessions, um, you, you see a, a dividing line, for lack of a better word. I, there are a lot of people that confess Jesus as Lord, even, they don't, even though they don't actually live submitted to his lordship. They make that confession that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of their lives. Now, the next confession is that I am in Christ. Now, when you go to that confession, fewer people. You've got all these people that confess Jesus as Lord. Fewer people actually confess that I am in Christ. Now, when you go up to the next level and you begin to confess that Satan's dominion is broken, even fewer people. Because the people down here they don't realize that Satan's dominion is broken. They think that because I prayed a prayer and confessed Jesus as the Lord and Savior of my life, that now I, I get to go to heaven one day, and that's it. But they don't realize that they're actually in Christ, and a key to being, being able to live from heaven to earth is recognizing that Satan's dominion is actually broken. That he doesn't hold control over my life anymore. That all changed the moment 
that we confess Jesus as Lord and Savior of our life, and we were born again. But what ends up happening is if you don't understand that, if you don't understand what God's Word says, then you can't confess it and stand upon it. So you end up living beneath your privileges. You end up living on a lower plane than what Jesus paid for you to live on. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. We have redemption through his blood. What have we been redeemed from? Right? From whom and from what? Well, we're redeemed from Satan and the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Now, if you want to know what the curse of the law is, you need to read Deuteronomy chapter 28. It's a lengthy chapter, but when you get into about verse 14 on, you see what the curse of the law really is. But for our sake in this episode... The curse for breaking God's law is threefold. Poverty, sickness, and death. Spiritual death now and physical death when Jesus comes again. But the Bible says in Colossians 1.13, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of His Son's love. 1 John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you, Christ Jesus, is greater than he who is in the world, Satan. Listen to Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. If Christ is with you, Satan has no dominion over you. Continue on, Isaiah 41.10. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. When he's my Lord and I am in him, Satan doesn't stand a chance because his dominion is broken. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? In other words, no servant of the Lord is ever outnumbered. But here's the deal. As we consider the top three Christian confessions and the power that they have in your life, what it can bring about. Jesus is my Lord, I'm in Christ, and Satan's dominion is broken. You see, God can, can be no bigger in your life than you confess him to be. So I always want to start with the first confession. I'm talking to you in this episode about confessions that build upon 
the first one, which is Jesus is my Lord. How do we make that confession? We simply confess what the Bible says. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And once you're saved, you have the opportunity to get into God's word and allow the Holy Spirit to illuminate and reveal his word to you so that you can begin to stand on and make positive confession about who you are in him. And you can make positive confession about the reality that you no longer live under Satan's dominion. But it all starts with a simple prayer of faith. I'd like to offer a, a salvation prayer that if you'll repeat this prayer out loud after me, remember, if you confess with your mouth, if you'll repeat that prayer out loud after me from a place of sincerity in your heart, God will forgive you and save you and bring you into his kingdom of light right now, miraculously, in, in the name of Jesus. Would you pray that prayer with me? Just repeat this out loud after me. Heavenly Father, I admit that I've sinned. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead to give me victory over sin and death. I confess my sinfulness. I repent. Please forgive me of my sin and come into my heart and make me a new person. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, let me be the first person to welcome you to the family of God. You're my newest brother or sister in Christ. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So when you prayed that prayer out loud after me, you called on the name of the Lord. So by the authority of God's word, I say to you that you're saved, you're born again, and you're on your way to heaven because you have Jesus in your heart. Please take a moment real quickly and go to my website at revivalnow.com. Go to revivalnow.com. And there's a big red button on the front page that says, I just got saved. If you'll click that button, it'll take you to a place where you can do a couple of things. Number one, there are some video resources that I've prepared for you that you can watch, and they'll help you get started in your Christian life. Secondly, there's a place where you can fill out your contact information. And if you'll fill out your contact information, I'll make a threefold promise to you. Number one, uh, you won't receive any solicitations. Your information won't go on any mailing lists or anything like that. Uh, this information is strictly so that I can do the two other promises that I make to you. Number one, I'll pray for you by name. And number two, I'll send you some resources that will help you get started on your Christian journey. So that's it. Just go to RevivalNow.com, click I Just Got Saved, and follow the prompts from there. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. This episode is sponsored by Valara with Active Pure Technology. If you'd like to know how you can get an FDA-approved NASA technology in your home, business, or car that kills 99% of airborne and surface pathogens, including mold, fungus, bacteria, and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, email the address on the screen, info at gmail.com. 
Thanks so much for taking in this episode with me. I hope it's been a blessing to you, and I will continue to be providing new content that will help you uh, understand God, understand your life in Him, and grow in Him to your fullest potential. So until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.